Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogdistov. Hello and welcome to our new mini-series on organizational capabilities. In this episode, we are going to talk about one of the theories that led to the capability based view and the theory that works with the capabilities as we know them. And we have to start with the resource-based view, because the resource-based view was one of the first theories that paid attention to what internally happens within a firm and paid less attention to what happens on the market. Uh, just to understand that the resource-based view comes from the early works by Werner Feld and Rommelt and later summarized by Jay Barney and developed into what Jay Barney in 2011 called the resource-based theory. And although he called it a theory, we still call it a view because there are some shortcomings and we cannot be completely sure that the resource-based view became a resource-based theory. Anyway, uh, what happened before Werner Feld and Rommel started with their works was that firms mainly focused on the markets if they thought about their competitive advantage and their sustainable competitive advantage. This is called the market-based view. They looked at the specific niches, at the competitors, at the new markets. And the main idea was that if you want to be successful, you need to find the concrete market niche and enter it timely in a most appropriate way and this would lead to a competitive advantage or maybe even to a sustained competitive advantage. Yet some scholars, they criticized this approach. They said that actually there are many things on the market that change too much and it's very hard to talk about the sustainability of your competitive advantage. And they said that if you want to be successful, you have to look inside your firm. You have to see what is your core competence. And by the way, competence is another term for an organizational capability. At least most researchers use these two terms, a competence and a capability, synonymous. And when they looked at different resources, they said that there are some firms that have a higher power and higher potential in order to become sustainable in their competitive advantage over a long period of time. And Barney said that actually it happens not because of the markets, because they change, but because of the resources of the firms. And if you look at the resource base of a firm, you can much better understand whether the firm will be successful in a long-term period. And uh, by the way, uh, before I go deep into the resource-based view, I just want to tell you that the resource-based view did not substitute the market-based view. What we have now is the amalgamation of these two views and usually the practitioners and the scholars, they apply both of them. You probably know the SWOT matrix, the strength, weaknesses, opportunities and threats matrix. And if you look at the internal parts, strength and weaknesses, strength and weaknesses, these are led by the resource base view where you look at your resources. And opportunities and threats, uh, these are the external parts of your analysis and they are driven by the market-based view. Going back to the resource-based view, what Barney in 1991 proposed is that there are some specific resources. And if you possess these resources, then you can achieve a sustained competitive advantage. And the rule was very simple. 
these resources have to be valuable, rare, inimitable, and non-substitutable. If you have something like this, then it's highly likely that you will achieve a sustained competitive advantage. Moreover, it can be a long-term perspective just because if the resource is rare and cannot be reproduced by somebody else, then it is highly likely that you will remain a kind of monopolist with regard to the resource that you probably use as a part of your final product that you offer on the market. One of the issues they came up with is that the, they saw the resources very broadly from the tangible and intangible resources, assets, cash flow, human resources, and so on, but also to capabilities or what we actually do with the resources. And this is where the resource-based view introduced a new spin-off, a new theory, which is called the capability-based view, the one we're going to discuss in the next episode. So what we know, at least for a moment, that they said that the internal competences and the scholars from the resource-based view see them as a one of the organizational resources are the one of the things that are rare, that are non-substitutable, non-imitable, and they are valuable. So those who develop the core competence, the strong core competence, something they can become successful in a long-term period. And you can read the article about the core competences by Prahalat and Hamel to understand what actually they assumed by this, uh, by this statement. Now, for a moment, we know the two important things. The first, that the internal life or the internal constellation of the resources within the organization matters. And the, this leads us to the notion that the competence or the capability of a firm with regard to something specific, let's say logistics capability or whatever, optics capability, these are those things that have impact on the sustained organizational success. And if these organizational capabilities, if other resources fit into the VRIN or valuable, rare, inimitable and non-substitutable features, then we can assume that your competitive advantage may be sustained, may survive in the long term. And this is the basics. In the next episode, we are going to talk about the differentiation between the capabilities and the resources. For now, wish you all the best and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.